Okay, we continue Hilchai's Bayer. We ended off the previous year learning, beginning to learn about this incredible heter called Min Echad. And really today is just going to be applications of that heter. We pick it up from Siv Zayin in the Shmir Shabbos, which he teaches, We have two types of fruit in one kli. And you want either the large or the small fruits from either min. Meaning, you don't care, you have apples and oranges, you want all the large ones, or all the small ones. Motorlas is king, you're allowed to take all the large or all the smalls. Even if you don't have in mind to eat that which you're taking out, only that which is left behind, because that's called an application of min echad. However, when you remove them, you desire be careful. You have to leave them mixed together. So this, this application, I don't know how common or how practical this one is, but let's continue. You'll see in the next uh, the next step over here a little bit more practical. Min echad shall chafetim. Because basically the big question with shnei minim, min echad, with this hatar, just like if I have one piece of meat, I'm not to cut it in half into two pieces. If I have one cake, I'm not to cut it in half. No one's going to say that's bayer. So do I could cut off the end of the cake. No one's going to say that's bayer either. Because that's all one min. Question is, how far does this go? The next step we're going to talk about is when it comes to cutlery, is there a difference between a fork and a spoon? Is there a difference between a fork and a knife? Well, that you're going to say, well, obviously a fork eats and a knife Cuts. What about a big fork and a small fork? What about a dessert fork and a big spoon? What about a big plate and a small plate? What about a dessert plate and a big plate? Obviously, you can start realizing that at some level, things are going to converge, and we might call them different items, but for all intents and purposes, they're the same thing. So it says, and then what would happen? You just have to realize what happens. If you consider something the same thing, then there's no buyer at all. You're even allowed to take away, A, that which you don't want, be for a later usage. So, so, don't worry, Chavzayin is confusing. Chavzayin is confusing. I, I, don't, I don't want to talk Chavzayin. Chavzayin is telling a Chiddush that it's going by this size and therefore there's no problem. Because going to Chavchas, it's, it's going to be easier. Menachad shal Chavetz shainim. You have one type of item that you have different sizes, different colors. Different usages. That's the critical nikuda. They're not all the same. They're considered two different minim. And therefore, you have to take that what you want right now. You're not allowed to take the other one. Like any time you're taking the Psalms and the Eichel. So we're seeing already color could at some level define. Now it has to be a color for a purpose. For example, you're making a, a kiddish for your daughter and you want to take your bag of jelly beans and you only want to serve the pink ones. No, there's no pink jelly bean, right? The, well, jelly bellies. The Mike and Ike's is pink. No, it's red and pink. Uh, red and it's what's it called? It's called pink. Pink. Pink, sure. So you want to take out all those. Why? Because you want to serve just those. So that would be something that's called, has a color, and it has a purpose. And that would be a problem, Lamashal, to take it out for not for immediate usage or from taking out the other ones. Ulafikach, and now he continues and says, therefore, kapot, kitanot, gudalot, small and large spoons, if you want the large ones, you can't take out the small ones, and leave the large ones behind. Similarly, 
clothing of two people. They're all one person. The different clothing is different usages. Weekday and Shabbos. Meaning, if you have a laundry basket and all laundry is mixed up, so what do you want to do? So to take the clothing out you want to use right now, that's fine. You fulfill your three conditions of Bayer. But let's say you want to sort your laundry. That's forbidden because they have different usages. Let's say you want to, you know, you have all your black socks and there's two pairs of blue socks in there. So you want to take out the blue socks and leave behind the black socks to use the black socks. Again, that would be a problem. I'll just point out, he says little small and large spoons. There does come a point that there is no difference. Lamashal, forks. So there's actually like really like three size forks. You have the ones with like the two prongs and the three prongs and the four prongs. Talk to English, however, they'll give you the adequate lessons of what's going on over here. But for us Americans, I think, again, I'll, I'll be vulnerable for a moment. I, I think we have really two types of forks. Yeah, I'm barring that teeny little one that sometimes people put in like yep, this fruit and whatnot, which no one really knows, and you lose them and then it's over. But you have two sizes of forks. You have a large fork and a small fork. Now I understand the small fork is for the fish, it's for the appetizer, and the large fork is for the main. Now, what happens when you serve for an appetizer a salad? Do you say, oh, pause, no small forks, everyone, Give me it. You only let you use your large fork because the salad has chicken in it and that's the main dish type of food. No. It's just two courses. So is there really a difference between a small fork and a large fork? Most people will say not. Most people will say not. Now you might, and, and another proof is, for example, you run out of forks. What do you do? Okay, so you give someone another size. Now, when it comes to spoons, it's not so simple. If you want to serve soup, if you run out of spoons, most people will not give out a dessert spoon and say, here, use your soup with it. People just won't do that because it's just hard to eat soup with a small spoon. People will easier, and it may be a litmus test is, would you go and use your weekday silverware? Maybe. And often by the forks, you'll give the wrong size before you use the weekday silverware, but spoons, not. Spoons, not. Now, I understand that the other way it's not so true, that for dessert, for your sorbet, the large spoon will suffice, but that doesn't mean that they both have the same usages. And l'chaira, therefore, when it comes to spoons, they have different usages. Forks, now, plates get a little bit confusing. You have a big plate, you have the small plate, and then you have, let's say, like the dessert plate or that, like, uh, tea saucer type of plate. So I think we'll agree that the tea saucer type of plate and a large plate are clearly two functions. However, I think most people would say a big plate and a small plate aren't really such a difference. And, and again, the nafkamina will be, okay, in the plates, you know, let's say they're all stacked together. It's not as common. What? Oh, how do you even make sure? I think that's a common. The case would be that you have, no, one on top of the other, but all different. He's saying, yeah, no, he's saying that usually when it's stacked, you stack them in the right way. The way it would be if you're not thinking, again, the way it would be is if you're not thinking and you cleared off the whole table and you put it in your sink, and then as you washed it, what you did is you just sort of made a jumble of a pile. But you're right. The forks are a more nagantic example. And now, what about Shabbos forks and weekday forks? And this is a very common case in many people's households. Is anyone going to see that they're different? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because when it came to clothing... Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. By clothing, you made a chilek. That's because... You ask the average person, you ran out of shirts, like, okay, so I'll wear my blue polo. No, 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 they won't. It, they're just not going to. What are they going to do? I don't know. They'll take out a dirty shirt. Now, it could be something like a jacket 
Maybe, yeah, maybe someone would say it's the same. So when it comes to a fork, I would think it depends upon if it's the same usage. But I also could hear one saying that it's, it's bechefs, a different item, more than a small and large fork. That is sif chav ches. We move on to sif chav tes. Chain, similarly. Gam it's one type of item. However, in kavanasli, if the reason why you're sorting them liver as a ketanim shabayim yitochei to sort the small from the large is lamatarat miyuchadot, is for a specific Purpose, kimai limischar for business. Yeish bekach iser buyer. Don't worry. In a moment, he's going to say, "Don't do business on jobs." But you're not an iser buyer. Vasa liver as ilish ein bir tenulish time shemachshav. You're not allowed to sort those you don't want to use right now. Lefikach. Also lemayin tapuchim abetim lefigaydlam. You want to sort them based on their size. Im. Meaning, what he's saying is really there's no difference. If you have, I don't know, let's say you bought different types of eggs. You have small eggs and large eggs. They're all the same egg. Who really cares? Okay, it makes it a little more difficult to cook with. But they're the same item. So if you wanted to sort them, do you want? You're just wasting your time. But let's say you're selling eggs. So you wanted to sort them to sell them. Then it's a problem. Similar good cases as Shreigim. Talk to any estering, the amount of hours they spend going through every estering and putting them in different categories. So Shabbos would be a perfect time, and estering is not muksa. You're not allowed to sort estering for different purposes. Of course, that you're dealing with weekday items and shops. Similarly, one type of fruit. You have to sort that what you want right now because it's not called one min. That might be a little bit of a chiddish. Labor is a parish because it's a different entity. It's a different entity. Sif Lamid. Sif Lamid. These are all applications, and, and, and I'm just going to be honest and preface. A lot of these things are debatable. Uh, if I were to ask you, Sidurim, yeah, go look after here at Mincha, sorting the Sidurim. Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? So on, on, the first thought would be that's the biggest buyer in the world. They look differently, and Tzvard, and Ashkenaz. But in second thought, do they have a different matara? Do they have a different usage? Do they have a different color? Yeah, they look oh, it's a little nicer. You're not going to say that there's like a... There would be a mucking for one to say. But now, what about sorting Sudurim and Chamashim, which is what you see all the time. You have a pile pile to the moon of millions of Svarim, and Shabbos is the time to go put everything back. Everyone has to agree those are different items. And when the pile gets to a certain level, everyone is going to agree that it's an issue. Sivlam discussed matzahs. So you have whole and broken matzahs. You're allowed to take out one from another. You're allowed to take it out and look at it. This is a different header that we saw, that everything that you're picking up, you don't know if you want to use. So you're allowed to pick it up, look at it. Oh, it's broken, put it on the side. Which we saw that if each one you might use, you're allowed to pick up. What? Because there, it's not each one you're going to use. There, you're just sorting them. Here, you're looking for Lecha Mishnah. No, no, no. Here, here you're looking for Lecha Mishnah. If it was, you're shaking your ass again, Shabbos, in a Hanami, but you're not. There, you're just sorting them. Here, I'm looking for a whole matzah to use right now. No, that's the Chiddush. Is that since here, I'm looking for a matzah to use right now, so each matzah I pick up, like right now, with an Esther, I'm not looking for an Esther for right now. There, I'm just looking to see where I could sort it. Bad or good is subjective to wherever you're going to put it. But the bottom line is, is you're sorting and you're not using any of them. Lamash in the matzahs, which is what he's about to say. Hold your question. I think you'll see it right now. They're all sitting together mixed. 
Don't take out the bad ones. Why? Shvurais have a different name than Shleimais. So then you're fixing it. The only reason why he allowed you to pick up each one is because each one you're looking to see, I might use it right now. Then, if you use up all this suda, then of course it is fine. Oh, that's a different story. Let's say you don't really care about the broken one. It's not like a mishnah. It's not a chilas matzah. Stam, you feel like it looks nicer if in your lucite matzah box you have a whole matzahs and now broken matzahs. Says there's some azalman godless. What's the lights? Shvurish and roitzav echshav. You have to take out the shvurish. Why? Because they have the same matara. There's no difference at that point. Stam, it looks a little bit nicer to have a full matzah. Maybe that sounds like a chiddush. But that's what he says. He says, just like that's larger and smaller payrace, like an Harab pay Aleph from Mishlim Zalman, just like you're allowed to take out the smaller payrace and leave the large ones behind, you're allowed to take out the Shvuras and leave over the Shlemus. Finally, Sif Lamed Aleph is Sif Lamed Beis. Lamed Aleph says, what if I have on Pesach a Matzah Kfula, which we do not use? He says, a Chiddush, that you're allowed to remove it. Some people do it for Chag Pesach, but some Klesuda, you would be allowed to take off the Kfula. Now, what about breaking off the portion of the Kfula? He says that's also allowed because that's similar to a rotten portion of the fruit that you're allowed to cut off because it's all one fruit. Now, Lamed Beis is actually a very big problem. I, I, it's not a problem, it's just it's, it's difficult. Lamed Beis is when you're cleaning up and as you know, having this bad shower, so blame it on the kid. Punkt was the kid this time, usually it's me. But as you're cleaning off the table, you drop the fork into the garbage. So now what do you do? Because when you look in the garbage, what do you see? Garbage with fork. That's called the taraves. Pach ashra shnafel bal sakum. Or chadaim ben isarav im ashra. It's mixed with the garbage. Al yoytzi es sakum. Sakum is um is uh cutlery. Cutlery. Sakinim umazli goat is uh, knives and forks. You don't remove the um cutlery. Elam kini shamsh zok loytzi min pach. Lest you use it. Let's say you look at the garbage in shul and you see one of the divrei, well, divrei tars don't need kniza. You see a, uh, a piece of a chumash in there, yeah? Then you can't take it out. What could you do? He says a chiddush. Yeah, 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 you're not using it right now. So as he says, if you use it right now, it's okay. But he says, interesting, now, hard to know if he's making a chiddush here. By the shame, he says, you can remove it. And read from it a little bit before you put it into the Sakit Geniza. That might be called Harama, perhaps. He sends you to uh, later on in, Siv, in Sivkatan in the Hara Kufchavtas. Over there, he speaks about, you know, partial usages. Partial, uh, partial usages. And, um, okay, we're, we're going to have to leave it. But Chayri is saying a little bit of a hatter. So let's say you're coloring the thing. What would be the Eitzah? The Eitzah would be to wash it. Interesting. Interesting Eitzah. Because that's called usage. That's called usage. Yeah, that's 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 not a problem. That rummaging is fine. Wait, no, that no. Nafkamina is don't just take it and drop it in the sink. That's the difference. If you take it and drop it in the sink, come at interesting lechayra. If you take the fork out of the garbage and drop it in the sink, it's also what? No, it depends. So that's that's some If you're going to use it, you're not going to use it. Suffolk, usually, it's a suffix if you're going to use it for it to be.